This is On Target, a look at politics, crime, education, what's happening in Newfoundland and Labrador with the people who know. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station. And now your On Target host, Linda Swain. Good afternoon, everyone. Well, what a little treat I have for you on this beautiful Friday afternoon. In this business, it's not unusual to have local publishers send you books for review. It happens all the time. And while all the books we get are worthy of attention, I have to say, there's some brilliant uh, things that come our way. I have to admit, the one we're going to talk about today stood out a little, not the least of which because it came with a beautiful box of dates. Why dates? Well, we'll get into that in uh, the next hour. But Dr. Hassan Khalili served for four decades as a frontline community psychotherapist. And like a lot of people, I suppose, who spend time working and getting to know people from a wide range of backgrounds, he decided to put some of his recollections and musings and adventures and I suppose lessons lived and learned to paper. What results, of course, is a pleasurably readable, gentle, beautiful, and often very funny compilation of observations and anecdotes. A Life Spent Listening is a beautiful little book. It's published by Breakwater, and guess what? It has a date on the cover, but um, maybe <laughs> it should have had a cream puff. Well, a Dr. Hassan Khalili joins me now. Hello. Hello, thank you for inviting me. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I, I have to say, this this book has uh, you know brought a real smile to my face. Well, thank you so much. I, before we start, I want to tell you a little story that happened about 25 years ago. It's very short. My mom came to visit me, uh, and she asked me, what do, I, what do you do? I said, I'm a psychologist. And I said, I know that. What do you do? And I said, uh, I talk to people. She paused a bit and said, really, what do you do? <laughs> and sometimes you explain, hard to explain to what the psychologists do, but you can explain it. But I have been a psychologist for about since 1970, and I heard, and I heard, and I heard, and I heard. And I, I pray to God that whatever I put in book benefits people. Well, I have to say, uh, a life spent listening, because in many ways, uh, uh, this business is similar to, you know, it involves listening and hearing and all of those oh, yes, uh, that's things. True. true. Yeah. yeah. So I, I want to start off, first of all, by introducing you to our audience. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I was born uh, in uh, a little, uh, well, it used to be a city of close to St. John population, in 1947 in Qom, Iran. And then I did my first degree in child psychology counseling. And then I found out I am not good with the children. So I went to the U.S. in mid-70s to get MBA because we had a farm and we had agribusiness back home. When I did my, I was doing my MBA, finishing my MBA, revolution happened and war happened. So. I was waiting, waiting for to see what happened. Finally, I had to unpack my suitcase, and I ended up uh, going, coming to Canada to stay in Newfoundland, and I fell in love with this land. And so I've been here since 1985. 
That's amazing. So, what you you mentioned that your your family is into farming. What what drew you to the profession of psychology then? Well, I the, I, uh, I was good a uh, good listener to begin with, but at my, my so uh, I I always tell people I was good at it, but uh, I was not interested at it. Eventually, I become interested, and I went to. Uh, I accepted it in, you know, in the professional psychology school in Tehran University, and I end up finishing degree, and that's the beginning of my. And, and then we have we have agribusiness and business anyway. We have we have our farm anyway. We have selling, buying, selling things. That's what second day to us. But I I love psychology, especially adult psychology. I, 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 at my age, I'm still not giving up because I love it so much. Well, that's great to hear. It's always good to find that niche, that that profession, that that you, you know really nurtures you in that kind of way. So you say you've always been good at listening. Did you find there were times in your life when people were saying, "Hey, you know what? You need to talk to Hassan," or "Hassan, you gotta you gotta help me out here. I I have this issue." <laughs> it used to happen all the time. <laughs> it's young, when I was younger, when I was younger, I was invited to places, and I really didn't realize it that we, because I was good at talking to people, and some parents would invite me because I talk them out of the trouble, and and so it's probably I didn't realize it was in, in me in when I was kid, and I look back and talk to some of my friends who are still my friend. They say you were a psychologist when you were seven years old, but a psychologist when you were ten years old. So he's a, he's a, I'm blessed because I, I am, I mean, something that I love it, and it matches my personality. Is it something that you might have been passed down to you? I mean, you mentioned that your mom came to you and said, "What do you do?" <laughs> um, uh, no, seriously, what do you do? <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, I'm guessing it may not have come from her. But is there anybody you know who influenced you uh, growing up who you can say, "Oh, they were like that as well"? You know, when 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 we look at the life purpose in our life, when uh, when. Uh, Sometimes we, we don't know what's the meaning of it. And so and listening to people and uh, making the showing the direction that could 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 go is 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 give me the purpose. And eventually, and in my book I explained, uh, I came up with about 20 years ago. I came up with uh, and I told this story and, and, and uh, that so, uh, somebody came to see me who was uh, much older than me, was wealthy. And uh, and very polite, very very gentle, but when we, he's, he had two heart attack, and uh, he had certain marriages breaking down. And he 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 came because of his GP advised him to come go see Sikhatis with Khalili. When I uh, when I. Uh, I had that, that particular day, I had a little coffee in my office. So I offered him a little coffee. He put, he put, he put the coffee in, in the mouth and down it like a tequila. And I said, why are you drinking coffee like that? He said, this is only coffee. And I realized if he takes coffee and drink it like that, he obviously is not enjoying life. Because coffee is a meaning to to converse and to to relax and to to to, to. so then, so that was when I, I I came with the idea that maybe maybe I came with the idea of Khalil's grid. I said put in my book 
the, our life has four, four quadrants, our health, our home, our work, and our hobbies. Some people are too much work, no hobbies, or, or bad, bad home, home life, and, and, or uh, bad work life, uh, no hobby at all, or too much hobby of uh, too much uh, impact. A lot of people are unbalanced. The question is balancing. And so sometimes when I, when I, I talk to people, I want to know where is it really originated. Some people say because my childhood. Yes, that's but that's not everybody. Everybody uh, carry on childhood. Some people flash it and get get on with it. But sometimes the habit for develop. So as a psychologist, mental habit, behavior habit. If we can be able to identify those mental habits, behavior habit, and shift them, life become balanced. And so I am like a mechanic looking for looking for. Where, where is it? Should I go to carburetor or should I go to tires? So, in the, uh, uh, and that's what this makes so interesting. It's like a, it's a, it's like a game that you, you are looking for where is the problem started, where I can be helpful. And I love every minute of it because at the end, 90% of the time, I, I come up at the other end with a solution. And it all comes from, I suppose, listening. Listening, this because, because when we listen, I, I I have a word I call them active listening. When you are active listening, uh, you not only hear the word you hear, you hear the heart talking. You hear the you know because a lot of people what is, they say, what they mean, two different things. So uh, when you active listening, you basically and you you question and you know for example, the, uh, somebody to, uh, many many years ago came. Uh, her husband was uh, having cancer, and she was he came to consultation I, 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 and asked me, "What? How? How can I? You can help me to cope with it?" I said, "The first thing I said, don't kill him." He said, "What do you mean?" I said, "If you had in your mind, and you already have cancer, and you said the person is dead, you already killed him. Don't do that." That's little little spot, the little little shift. Of stay in the present. Don't go to the future. And he got the points across because she got the points across, and she, 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 that helped help uh, her to not move forward. As a matter of fact, her husband survived, and everything went well. And two three sessions, she was fine. And I was proud of myself because we, we went to went right on the on on the target, whatever I said, because I was looking for where was the issue. And that's key, isn't it? Living in the moment as opposed to, um, you know, focusing so much on what could happen or where is this going? Enjoy the moment because that's all we have, really. That's where we live. That's very exactly because a lot of people, uh, a lot of people carry the past, one leg in the past, one leg in the future. So the, the, if, if, if we learn to put the past in the right place, not, not forget it because you cannot forget it, but put it in the right place. And I said to my many, many patients of mine, I said, when there's dirt in your hand, you right away you go and, and soap it and wash it. But with the dirt in our head, we don't do that because we haven't learned how to wash the, the dirt in the head. 
learning how to how, how to let go of the negativity of the past and present and create uh, uh, what I call them cream puff cream puff uh, world the pleasant place that you can go and it's yours it belongs to you it doesn't belong to anybody else but it's a learning process as, as people hear me as the people who live next to airport they don't hear the noise and the reason they don't hear noise they tell the brain noise is there don't process it the brain gets the message and don't process it but we don't say to the brain don't process garbage but because we, 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 we haven't learned and if there's a baby is smiling or is, uh, is somebody to, if somebody give you a warm comment or you, uh, the, if you can pick this little thing and, and the, the brain learns to keep it the, the, our main quality of the brain is always positive now, but, you, you, you know, mentioned cream puffs then, and there's a significance there, and I want to talk to you a little bit about that when we ahead. come back after the break, because I think it gives a, a very good perspective here, it's, and it's right off the top of your book. My guest today in on, on Target is uh, Dr. Hassan Khalili. He is the author, he's a, uh, a psychotherapist and the author of A Life Spent Listening, and we're listening to what he has to say coming back right after this. Take a break. Join us weekdays from 1230 to 1 p.m. as we discuss anything and everything that's happening now. It's all on the table during your VOCM lunch break. My guest today is Dr. Hassan Khalili. He's a psychotherapist and author. And uh, Dr. Khalili, you had mentioned this cream puff moment and you were talking about living in the now. And the cream puff has some significance in where you grew up in Iran. Tell us a little bit about Qom and why cream puffs represent that concept of drawing pleasure from the moments in life. Well, the, 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 when I was growing up, the, the, the cities next to desert was very flat and the summertime gets to 40, 45 degrees and, and it was not child friendly. So, and I was creative. I wanted to find something to make me happy. And there was nothing really except with children to do everything to make them happy. I found a store, a pastry store, run by a gentleman named Hajali. And he was made the best, the best, the most delicious cream puff on earth. And I fell in love with the taste of it. And you know, people say sometimes people say the, the first kiss in teenhood. I, we didn't have the experience, but exactly like what I'm saying, the, the magical pleasure, lightness of the, the thing. So when I learned to entertain myself with the cream puff, when they didn't have it or didn't have money to buy it, I am, am, helped myself to imagine it. So eventually, I created a cream puff place in my head. And uh, at the beginning, it was only cream puff. Then I added friendship, nice touches, uh, uh, beautiful jokes, beautiful scenery, beautiful friendship, beautiful... Anything that was, was, was soft and gentle and, and positive, I put it in my, my cream puff world. And, uh, and it, it grow and grow. So the more it grows, there was no space for negativity. Then as, as I grow, and I grow, and as a matter of fact, over the course of years, it's expanded. So what happened is 
I want to teach other people how to have the cream puff world because it, people call it pleasant spot, but it's possible to train your brain to main cores of your brain have uh, positiveness. I call them cream puff world. And some people make it. And as a matter of fact, uh, every every city I go, uh, the first thing I go and look for screen puff. And and if last time I was in, uh, I went to Antarctica. That's the furthest part I was from screen puff. I couldn't find screen puff in Antarctica. So so what I'm saying is 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 the Antarctica itself also become a part of my screen puff. So it is very much possible for people to develop a cream puff world. So that's the reason, as a matter of fact, I wanted to name my book Cream Puff, but a cream puff does not appeal to some people because it's not very popular. Oh, I don't know. I kind of like them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have you been my guest because I love cream puff. And, but but many, even some of my patients are in my cream puff. Some of Newfoundland. The culture, Newfoundland itself is in my cream puff world. I wouldn't change it with, with anything. All the scenery, all the uh, Newfoundland fun part, food, is all in my cream puff estate. And 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 people say, how can how can for 50 years, 40 years, you can listen to people negativity and because I have the cream puff world, I, I can gain there anyone I wanted to. And, and, and in my case, so depression has difficulty get to me because because there is no space for it. Anxiety has they have difficulty to get to me because there is no space for it. I, I, I switch to crimp up work. If I can teach other people, it, and this book this book is about how to do it, and, and, and make it simple, not not complicated, not make it too psychological, and so make it make it. Easy to to develop, and still we can teach our children. Uh, unfortunately, we we, we we don't teach our children. You know, like even word friendship, uh, creating friendship, be, be, having friend in the, uh, put your some of your friend in the cream of world. Your job, your your, your coworkers, your house, your wife, your children. You know, it, it, it reach it, it's a gorgeous area that you can put it in. I know what I'm talking about because I, I live in it, and I hope I hope I hope this will give them some people an idea how to do it. Well, a big part of that cream puff, from what I can gather in your book, is is humor and keeping that humorous pers- oh, perspective. Yes. And I want to talk to you a little bit about that because we're up to another break now. But I want to talk to you a little bit about that uh, right after the break, if you don't mind. My guest today. No, 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 no problem. On, on Target is Dr. Hassan Khalili. He's a psychotherapist and author of A Life Spent Listening. We're talking. We're going to talk a little bit about dates, cream puffs, and humor coming back up right after this. Saturday morning, join us for the Irish Newfoundland Show. Send your request to irishnl at vocm.com or submit them online at vocm.com. My guest today is Dr. Hassan Khalili. He's a psychotherapist and author of A Life Spent Listening. And it uh, is really quite striking when you uh, read down through some of the uh, uh, different areas of this book how much humor plays a role here. Um, You sometimes see people at their lowest or most challenging periods, and you you sort of referenced this earlier. How do you keep your sense of humor? Well, uh, without it, it would be... uh, You remember that... uh, Sense of humor is part of the cream puff world, and uh, it, 
I remember a joke to somebody. Uh, this old man was talking uh, to a bunch of young men who said, uh, and tell, tell him a joke. And it repeats, repeats, repeats the joke. And, and they, they were not laughing. And he, and he, said, he asked him, why are you not laughing? He, he, he said, because you repeat the joke several times. Many times, I said, "How come when it's a misery, you repeat too, too many times, and you keep still crying on it?" And he here is when I hear a joke, or I hear something human. I repeat it so often in in, in me that that become part of my psyche. So especially non-offensive jokes, something simple, simple joke. So I tell you a story when I went to Kilimanjaro. I have stricken in there. You ready for that? Oh yeah, let's go. Okay. <laughs> And I was, uh, uh, it was, uh, uh, one of my bucket list. And uh, we, we arrived in Kilimanjaro uh, in uh, Africa. And I was ho- hoping in my mind, uh, not, not, I am very much liberal, but I was hoping that there was no woman, woman come up with us. I'll tell you why. Because I didn't want to go away and pee. <laughs> that is a that is a bit of a problem, isn't it? <laughs> in mixed company. Yeah. So I, 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 that was the only reason. I was sort of selfish on, on my part. And when I we arrived there, uh, I, a couple was there. A couple was a husband and wife was there. I, my heart dropped. I said, now I have to go move away. She saw it in my face, and and I didn't say it because uh, we're not a big deal, but. But a minute later, she pulled me aside. You know what she said to me? She said, "Don't worry, I have portable peanuts, so I can I, I can I can do the same thing you guys guys do." <laughs> I never forget, never forget, the, because because she went as far as she probably recognized it because of her own thing. But the humor of it, you know, since doing is the humor of, of it that. I, my mind, I, I, I still remember the, how proud she was and how happy I was that I don't have to go away. It's disarming, isn't it? I mean, humor will sort of knock you, knock you aside oh. and, and make you forget for a moment, and, and that's very cathartic, I guess. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 when I was in, in our farm, uh, I, I learned how to sing with the jackasses, right? <laughs> So, so I I can talk to them. I don't know what exactly what they are saying, Jack. I guess were saying, but I I could talk to them, so I can make them sing. When I was walking in a, a Camino San Diego, uh, was a lady with me walking, and uh, another group of we 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 uh, we walked thirty four days, and you know, and every, everywhere we go, we see there is a farm, there are thirty forty cows, and one jackass. And I said to myself, why did you put one jackass between all of these? It's apparently the jackass called them down. So we all have a jackass inside of us. You know, the, uh, the, uh, and so that particular day, I said to the Valerie who was walking with me, I said, you want me to make jackass sing? So she was surprised. So I made the sound, and jackass came in and made the sing, and then I did it twice, and they took picture and video. And then we, uh, that night we stayed in one of the hostels they call them Albergue. We were see, having 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 a supper. Uh, so we call them pilgrimage supper. And we for five eight dollar uh, euro we could have uh, uh, food and salad plus a little wine. And then 
Valerie was telling that Hassan Khalili did uh, meet the uh, jacket thing. And I said uh, to everybody, we all have a jacket, a jacket inside of us. And true. And there was a, a, a gentleman across the table from me who was from Don Under from Australia. He said, a very big man. He said, I don't have a jacket inside of me. And his girlfriend said, you have the biggest jacket of all of us. <laughs> uh, he just didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the, more, the more we know our jackass, we, we can, it can be fun part, but also we need to be under our control. Because the, the jackass, is, as I said, is a, a simple animal, but, but, but you, can, you can use them as you want. And it's nice to be a little bit fun part inside of you, that is usually, you know, whatever you call it. You know, I, call, I call them fun part, I call them jackass, or I call them comic side, whatever you call them. But that has to exist. And people say, oh, I'm sensitive. What do you mean by sensitive? You know, you learn to be sensitive to happy, happiness, to flower, to baby smiling. But we can train ourselves to do that. It, it, and it's important, too, because I think we often forget the cathartic importance of a humor or a humorous perspective. And, and Newfoundlanders, and this is you know, my, comes from my understanding of life, uh, I'm not sure if it's born out of our history of deprivation, but we're known for our humorous outlook, uh, outlook oh on God, hardship and the things I'm, over which we have little control. Because I think there's something about understanding that you don't have control over certain situations and making light of it that really helps in your perspective. Is, is, is absolutely correct, and and, and uh, uh, one of the best best coping strategy is humor, and uh, and especially make everything lighter. You know, be, be, you know be, be, because all of the brain is a factory that produce emotion. If you don't give it too much of uh, negativity, doesn't produce too much negativity, our body would not sense that a little bit. So is a is is humor, especially Newfoundland uh, humor. I love every 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 of it because even the way they said it. They they they, they yes boy. I mean they, 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 the board <laughs> the board of it. You know, they, as a matter of fact, I was uh, 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 I hear I hear and I hear more and more. I, I love every minute of it, and I hope people keep on using the humor. Do your patients appreciate humor or the perspective that humor brings? Hundred percent. People who know me, if 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 they if they were upset with something before they go, I have to bring some some humorous stuff. Uh, you know, and one of my 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 ongoing patient, I ask them when you come back, bring me not a problem, bring me also a, a joke. And so, so sometimes you hear jokes that you never heard before, because they have assignment to do it. You know, as searching for. As, I mean, I read all the Newfoundland joke books, but I don't remember all of them. But a lot of them I remember. But but oh, fun books. Not just the joke book, but fun, fun books. And uh, and the way the way we see the we see even uh, the weather. 
the way we use the weather, the way we, uh, it's, it's just 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 fun to to listen to it. And many places they don't have that uh, ability. That that that's called part of culture. And I find that interesting that you said that, you know, sometimes you would say to patients, okay, next time when you come, we're going to talk about your problems, but I also want you to bring me a joke. Um, So that gets them off of the problems and onto something else. It's that change in mindset. Like you say, finding those cream puff, that cream puff space in your head or your jackass. (laughs) (laughs) But but, but whatever we call it, doesn't matter. Humor side, jackass side, uh, 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 fun side, uh, and 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 also you know you know a lot of times we 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 have the habit of cranking up negativity much, but we don't crank up positivity. One of the exercises I tell patients is that every couple of times a day, go back, check out what what cream of time you you have. You know, like you have a cup of tea, you have a, a laugh with your partner, you have a. You saw a beautiful baby smiling. You saw you saw a, a, a picture. You see water running water. You see seagulls, and you see. Uh, uh, and as a matter of fact, there was a gentle lady who, who, who many many years ago was my patient. One day she came to see me, and she said, and she was she had lost her husband, but she knew that I was I was looking for something balancing, and she was a her, her, her friend of hers. Uh, at ten o'clock in the morning, came after her and said, "Well, I take you, I take you out for you know some summertime. I take you for for a bite to eat, and then by one o'clock, I drop you over Cavili." She came at one o'clock and she was half smiling, half laughing, half uh, half uh, crying. And I said, "What's what, what's?" What? He said, "I said if I tell you, you only laugh." I said. So tell me, he said, uh, we were standing by Monday Pond Road and Columbus Drive, and he had a uh, convertible. You know, they had a, there was no ceiling, but it was a convertible, right? Yep. And then a seagull passed. Oh, no. <laughs> and pre- 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 dumped it on her. And, he said, and she said, even even seagull crap on me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, some people consider that good luck when you think of it. <laughs> uh, uh, no, but I, I said, take it, take it and policy. It's only a matter of cleaning it a bit, bit, bit. But how often that's what happened to us? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you know it? Yeah. <laughs> so is a, is a humor is, is, is especially soft humor, not, uh, not teasing humor. Because the teasing humor, I don't agree with it. They are teasing other people to, to, to laugh. That's not our uh, So something is soft and, and positive, and we are in, all included in it. Now, you mentioned Kilimanjaro. You mentioned Antarctica. I want to talk to you a little bit about your travels when we come back, uh, because I find that personally fascinating as well. My guest today on On Target is Dr. Hassan Khalili. He is a psychotherapist and author of A Life Spent Listening, and we're listening to what he has to say. We'll be back right after this. Join Brian Medor weekdays at noon for a comprehensive update on news from every corner on all levels, newsmakers, weather, and more. Join us on your VOCM at noon. Our guest today on On Target is Dr. Hassan Khalili, a psychotherapist and uh, now author, A Life Spent Listening. And I understand you didn't really sit down to write a book. You just um, gathered some thoughts. Is that correct? 
Yes, true. I was uh, I was writing because I don't want to forget and those moments and those adventures I have or the feeling I had. Uh, I, and I would write it down and somebody said, why don't you get somebody to help you to edit it? And then I, I asked somebody to help me when, uh, and that eventually turned to to 300 pages and, and then said it was publishable. That was ha- how it happened. But uh, I truly, bottom of my heart, I, f- I, I hope that people enjoy uh, what, what I enjoy when I was experiencing it and writing it. Because a, a couple of chapters, I still, when I, I read myself, I become emotional. And it is, it's a, it's a powerful and beautiful read, I have to say. Um, it's got a date on the front, and I don't want to leave this conversation without mentioning the importance of dates, because it came with a box of dates, uh, which were thoroughly enjoyed here. Thank you very much. Um, so tell us a little bit about the significance of dates. The, uh, you talk about date or dates. <laughs> <laughs> the dates, dates, know, the actual fruit. <laughs> and then the whole word dates is, uh, uh, is interesting. Um, I grew up with it because uh, and, uh, I is a, uh, in, in most of the, those countries, date is, a, uh, is something on the table when you go to their houses. And sometimes it's a part of the meal uh, in doing this. So it's a joyful thing, especially Persian meal, Iranian, Iranian date. Very soft and gentle. And, and uh, so when I, I go out, my, I'm a, I have a hiking buddy that they know me for many years. I always have dates with me. So I go to a Persian date. <laughs> Persian date, you know, I see what package of Persian date, not, not anything else. Uh, uh, so, but date is date is a very common uh, diet in back my homeland. And I guess they're part of that cream puff. Oh yes, yes, of course. Uh, you know, I, I, you you mentioned something about the the, you know, the my hiking uh, things. I want to uh, to bring it up. Uh, I have I had a, uh, a bucket list. And one of the bucket lists when to develop in me when I was seen in the snow of Kilimanjaro, and I wanted to uh, go on top of the Kilimanjaro to see from but from top to bottom, and that happened in 2010. It took us seven days to go up, and two days to come down. What a wonderful, what a wonderful experience when you go with, uh, especially four of us from Newfoundland. Every minute of it I enjoyed. And, and so everybody can have bucket lists. And I, I have gone to, I wrote it, went to Antarctica, I have done Machu Picchu. Uh, you have heard of Silk Road? Yes. Yeah, I have gone to Silk Road. But the longest one we did, my, myself, Johnny, Johnny, my friend, John Abbott, we did, uh, we did 34 days uh, Camino de Santiago. We went from uh, south of France to west of Spain. That was eye-opening because really you 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 have seven days, seven hours, eight hours a day. You're walking and you review your life. and uh, And uh, I, I had the opportunity to put more, expand my current office space, expand the review, to be happy with it, not to have regret. And, and uh, because a lot of people we, we carry regret with us, 
learning how to let go and not be, not have regret, and instead have more more cream puff in it, more dating it, more, more fun in it, more wonderful and joking it. I yeah, I understand that that uh, that particular. Um I don't know what you would call it, a pilgrimage, if you will, or a, a hike, um, but I understand it is quite the experience. Oh, yeah. Anybody who has done it is long, long done. It's uh, 800 kilometers officially, but, uh, and officially is much longer. We, uh, and you meet other people, and they meet. So, so um, I, a lot of Newfoundlanders have done it. Uh, and. Uh, but it's also uh, it's a cheap way of spending 35 days because it costs about 7, 8, 10 euro a night to spend in one of the hostels. It puts another, another maybe 10, 10 euro at that time. We did it, I'm talking about uh, eight years ago. But eight, maybe eight, 10 euro to 12, 15 euro to spend the day. So but for 30, 40 euro, 30 euro, 35 euro, you can. You can, you know, you can experience a lifetime, and 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 also you meet other people from around the world, and you you know you you have eight hours of listening to yourself, walking and cleaning your 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 gutters, and you know, see if there is anything left that you need to let go. And uh, and as a matter of fact, happened to me for three weeks on the, on the road. You said that I was uh, one day I was walking. In, alone for in a in a wooded area and 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 I said to myself, "You dropped it. You okay with it?" And later I, I was very okay, but not because I wanted to die, but because I had no regrets. I had I had a cream puff board that I lived in it. I enjoyed it, and I, ho- I hope I stay another twenty thirty years. But 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 that experience gave me the the feeling. As a matter of fact, the the the, the 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 idea of writing writing happened then. Because I say so much, so much to forget. So uh, that's what I, I when I come back two years later, I I, I put I, I put them put them down, and I I, I said to myself, somebody would probably get benefit out of it, and I, I pray to God that's the case. Well, uh, Dr. Hassan Khalili, it's been an, an absolute pleasure speaking with you this afternoon. I could ask you uh, a majillion different questions, <laughs> I'm sure, and our con- conversation could go on for hours. But unfortunately, uh, the radio gods tell me it's time to go. Um, uh, a final thought with less than one minute left? In the, the only thing I said is uh, uh, expand your cream puff board and, and learn how to, how to do it. Let go of the negativity. Learn how to wash your dirt in the mind. And there are a lot of people know, know how to do it. Learn from them. And pick up your book, A Life Spent Listening, uh, Breakwater Books, of course. Uh, Dr. Hassan Khalili, a pleasure, as, uh, as I just indicated. Thank you very much, and have yourself a wonderful weekend. Thank you, sir. God bless you all. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. And we'll be back on Monday. We're going to talk immigration. Uh, Some of the latest figures are out, and uh, immigration to Newfoundland and Labrador is increasing, as we all know, and there's some wonderful things happening there, so we'll be talking to the minister on Monday about that. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great weekend, and bye-bye for now.